Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, your host and chief monkey, and this is the Wall Street Oasis podcast. Join me as I talk to some of the community's most successful and inspirational members to gain valuable insight into different career paths and life in general. Let's get to it. Another interesting chat with the WSO interns. If you're interested in applying to the internship, please check out the show notes. There's a link right there. Enjoy. Okay, everybody, welcome to the February 3rd session of the uh, intern meetup. Um, thanks. Thank you all for joining. I'm going to do some more resume reviews today, hopefully one or two. Um, so if you do want your resume reviewed, go ahead and shoot over in the chat and Nabil kind of try to get ready for us. Um, yeah. But we can start with this one we got last week. Um, I don't think this person is on right now, so I won't be able to ask questions, but I'll just talk. Maybe it'll be helpful if I share my screen and we can talk through it so you can kind of get an idea of what was done well and what wasn't done as well. So overall, this, this resume is actually formatted, I think, really well. Um, there's good spacing between the main sections, uh, between roles. Um, just so quick glance, it's easy to read, which is really nice. I think they use the Wall Street Oasis format, so obviously we're biased, but um, I think it looks great. <laughs> um, in terms of the bullets, you'll notice uh, a couple of things. So if we, let's go down to education. So they got a GPA, academic honor roll, uh, tennis team scholarship. This is great. Uh, everything looks good. Might want to have here some, um, since they were a finance, some uh, relevant coursework listed here to help with more keywords. Um, and then here, um, there's no GPA on the Master of Science. I don't know if that's intentional or if, you know, in in the UK or in England, if, if that's not done there, sometimes there's great non-disclosure, but I would probably lean on the side of including it unless it's bad. So maybe that's a little bit of a question mark on this resume, but other than that, it looks like, um, you know, really impressive number one ranked junior tennis player in Ukraine. So obviously, I, I would like to see not just the number one ranked, but how many hours per week that requires in terms of training and stuff like that, just to kind of reemphasize hard work and balance that's needed. Um, other things on this. Um, the associate roles performed audit. Um, I would like to see you know, consulted with clients on accounting issues. I'd like to have more quantification here. How many clients? Um, an accounting issue related to production of financial statements while ensuring the timely completion of various audit engagements. So again, just more quantification on this bullet, like this one, supervise, supervise two and train them on company-specific procedures. That's great quantification. Um, up here, um, analyze the performance of Meta Invest Group and Meta Invest Group's Ukrainian international companies on a monthly, quarterly, semi-annual basis for further use by management and investor relations function. What's the result of this? I think we sometimes get lost in saying what we're doing, but not saying the results or quantifying the results. 
so this is great. They said, you know, or saw it according to reporting functions. Which reporting functions? You know, five reporting functions. What does that mean? Um, so maybe a little bit of detail on that and more, a little more quantification. Again, we want to put as many numbers, as many hard facts as we can. Um, I think this format, excellent. Um, quantification is in B plus here. I give format an A, bullets a B, B plus. Um, there is some good quantification, but it could be done taking a little bit even higher. And then um, other than that, really excellent um, overall. So let's pull up another one. And while I'm pulling that up, any other questions on this specifically or um, resumes in general as you're kind of working through stuff? No? Okay. Does anybody want me to go? I have a sheet as I'm pulling up here, but uh, let me zoom out a little bit. Okay. Here we go. This is cool. It's a different, this is a different one. Okay. So Ashish, you're on here. So you can maybe answer some questions. So real quick, um, I think overall the, the formatting is actually pretty nice. Um, pretty, some pretty cool graphical visual elements to it, which I like. I'll say it's a little crowded. Um, I think you need to take advantage of some white space, some more white space. So in this formatting, I typically don't like dark borders because I think um, if you look at like a design experts, this is kind of like a way to help the eye delineate into sections. Um, but in true like uh, design and making things beautiful, you, you don't want to necessarily have to use this or they should definitely be much lighter lines um, because it takes away from the actual content. So what I'd love to see from you is take out this about me section to let and leverage the additional space to give the the entire resume some air and some space so um i think okay, so, okay. yeah i think i think a lot of this is is uh you can see my screen right yeah yes i actually like this this header really nice uh it doesn't take up a lot of space um i don't know what a management sophomore means what does that mean so it's like a business administration management so i'm a second year student in uh like bachelor's in business administration so it's management sophomore a smaller word for that. Yeah, it's just a little strange. It sounds like a management saw. I've never heard of that or seen that. So, are you trying to say like you're in you're you're studying management? Yeah, yeah. So I think it should be so sophomore candidate. You don't have to say sophomore candidate. You already put the class year here. That's irrelevant. Um, the GPA is better to have right there. Uh, content writer at Prior Society. Maybe say what that is. Star singer of the year. What does that mean? Did you win a competition? Uh, function volunteer. Yeah, yeah, I'm a competition. Yeah, so better to have it actually quantified in terms of like the competition rather than just say star singer because nobody knows what that means at your high school. Please. Yeah, but I think you could save yourself a lot of space. This about me. Um, it's pretty much recommended for roles outside of finance. So you can have a version with this in if you're really strongly. Um, feel you know feel strongly about it nabil what do you think about uh in terms of uae and um markets over in asia in terms of, of the about me section and the, the the statement i know in the us it's a big like for high finance roles i say absolutely not get get rid of it what do you think yeah high finance probably not but like if you're i guess if you're into like applying to like smaller places it might make sense and not into like proper investment banking or that kind of stuff like no resume usually has it 
yeah it depends i guess on the field and then like that kind of stuff i'd actually have time to go through it most people don't yeah it and goes so, to the ats and gets filtered out yeah and so, so yeah go ahead sorry oh no and then yeah the skills and the core skills could probably be below experience right experience would may have a lot more value than those things yeah i'd bring this up for sure skills and core skills could go down here with these projects and licenses um this font is really small i actually kind of like the logos it helps my eye but it's 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 just busy and so what you want to think is when somebody pulls up this resume ashish they have six seconds right you have six seconds right. to throw it and move on so the what you don't include is as important as what you do include meaning the white space that you have for the eye to scan quickly is just as important as what you do so trying to fit everything in actively hurts you versus knowing what to pick and choose and what could, what's most impressive and what to quantify and including only those remember this the resume should not be seen as a tool to show everything you've done the resume is simply a tool to get you the interview so you want to look as impressive as you can and make it as easily scannable with the most impressive stuff easily readable that's what it is it's not about including four pages, five pages. Uh, I like the fact that you have it on one page, but it still feels like you crunched it. So I think I think there's a couple of things here. So um, I don't mind this format. I don't even mind these, but like maybe you go to two. Another thing is I think uh, importantly, like which role you're applying for, because like just looking yes. at it from, yeah, because people do this where they have like different experiences, different, especially on the certificate section, uh, there's sales in there, there's content writing, there's data, and uh, like those skills uh, are not required for the same role. Those are like probably two or three different roles. You could have resumes for different roles. And then those resumes could highlight like key. So if you're into data analysis or something, you could have, or you could highlight the data analysis stuff. If you're in a consulting, there's the winter consulting and all those kind of things. So it could be more geared towards it. Like if you're, if you're setting this to like, say, uh, investment banking or even, even management consulting, and you have that huge paragraph on sales analysts, and then there's yeah. nothing on, say, management consulting. It just looks bad. Yeah, I would even just, like if you're applying to management consulting roles or banking roles, like you could just remove the sales and analyst intern or make it like three bullets max. Um, your bullets look. I, I just scanned a few of your bullets. They're they they definitely have room for improvement. That's the weakest part of your resume is the actual bullets. Analyze sales data from seven different retailers you shop by analytics, and what? What did you find? What was the result? Collected and organized customer data. What type of data? For over 2,500 mm -hmm. companies. What, what was the result of that? So uh, we refined the targeted, like refined the data and then uh, refined, uh, saw what? the target market. Sales so data? Was like, yeah, yeah. So were you looking by SKU, by product, by this? Were you sorting it? What were you analyzing? Co collected and organized. Like, I think the analysis and the result needs to be here. Um, I like that you're quantifying the number of companies and the number of retailers, but you're not really saying what the outcome was. If you can, if you can kind of just quantify what the outcome was, worked with the startup that that provides. I kind of like this. This is like what they do. This is not what you did. So if you want, there's there is a format where you can actually have like a an italicized like marketplace for like startup with marketplace for electronics. So you can have like an italicized thing of what this company is rather than um, having it as a bullet. The bullets should really be reserved for what you did, the quantifying, and then what the results in the, uh, of your actions were. Okay. So like, this is a super weak bullet. Conducted research on competitors. What type of research? What? How many competitors? 
Um, like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many, that just, that just opens up. It just, it's just a soft bullet and it's just taking up space. Um, so either make it much better or remove it. Okay. okay. And like that comes through all of this learned about AWS and cloud technologies bullets where you're just like educating yourself are okay. But like, I, I'd want more specifics here and then completed a first month of training phase completed a first month, the first month or completed one month. It's a little bit awkward. Completed a first month. Training phase, to me, this makes it look like English isn't your first language. Uh, no, uh, so it's a secondary language, my first language is Hindi. Exactly, so, but like, you should have somebody review this who's where English is the fluent native language if you're applying to, to uh, roles that are um, where that's required, right? Okay, okay. Because there's certain little little nuances about the wording you choose that make it sound like, okay, is, is it, how good is his English gonna be? And that can just get your resume thrown out right there. Especially, okay. especially with uh, where you're coming from, you're you're in you're in uh, India, right? Right. Yes, especially coming from India, with your name, people are going to be like, "Hey, can this guy speak well?" Right. So, um, main takeaways: space. You need a lot more of it. Um, if you're applying to finance and, and account uh, management account, uh, consulting roles, I'd remove this about me section and re either remove or significantly reduce the sales analyst intern role. Uh, you need to beef up your bullets with with much more specifics. What are the outcomes of what you did and quantification? And number three, this needs to be like the dark lines in between everywhere. I think need to be significantly lightened or removed, and allow the visual the, the white space to do the dividing for you. Okay. Um, and then the other thing I'll say is what what just reemphasize what Nabil said that maybe you have two different versions of the resume, where maybe there's you know, financial analyst, data analyst roles that you're applying to, where you want to really emphasize your data analytics licenses. And because uh, there's just seem to be a lot of data analyst stuff here, because you said, you know, uh, core skills, data analysis, trend research, economics, management, um, maybe financial evaluation. So like, that's, that's the other thing I would just ask you. It, um, oh, you know, okay. Try to try to maybe have two or three versions of the right. Once you get to three versions, it gets a little bit tough <laughs> to keep it managed because then you make one change and one, you're going to do it to all three. So I like to say two or three, especially if you're like, hey, these are the two places I'm, I'm applying. I know you're still young, you're still in school, so you're probably still exploring a little bit. Um, but if you can kind of hone it, hone in on maybe two types of roles that you really want to go after, I think that'd be better, especially if you're like saying power, you know, if you have Power BI is one of your lower ones here, I mean... Uh, Research analysis is one of your top ones. Like your your best skills should probably be listed first. And I don't think Googling should be a skill. Let's listen. Okay. Okay. Like um, maybe put chat GPT on there. <laughs> once you're done with this, uh, once you're done with this internship, hopefully you're you're good with a chat GPT. So welcome to the new people okay, who joined you. in the middle of that resume review, Alicia. And I think uh, maybe was it Arnav? Um Wanted to see anybody else have a question or want to go through. So we just did two quick resume reviews. If you have, a, you know, if you want to do a edit on that based on the feedback we just gave you, feel free to. Uh, we can do it again. We can review an updated version next week if you want. Um, happy to do that. Oh, okay, sure. But overall, sure. actually, you. the two resumes I went through today are pretty solid. Um, I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> seen a lot worse from this. From the intern group before and um you know two page three page resumes formatting all over the place so uh donnie has a question yeah shoot donnie 
Hopefully. Yes. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, good. Good. I'm actually currently outside, so I don't have access to my TV. But huh? I do have a quick question. Someone I know who's been applying to financial analyst positions, which is similar to what I plan to do, he recommended to me. He told me I don't recommend having a a two-column CV as a format. Is this really a big deal in your opinion? Is this a true thing that? Because based on the CVs that you've shown right now in this Zoom call, it looks very different than mine format-wise. Is this something that uh, you think I should change? Because my CV is a two-column CV. The first format, I think, is a better one, this, right? Yeah, this I'm going to show you again. I'll Let me open up the first one because I think that's the better more. And so question is, does it matter or not? Um, yes. Right. Answer, it does. Yes, it does matter. Um, okay. Impressions matter on a piece of paper. It's the most important piece of paper that you're sending out to help you land interviews. This thing needs to be polished and polished again and polished again and reviewed again, given to everybody you know, say, find an error and I'll pay you five bucks. Or That's what it needs. That's the level of detail has to be. If you can't get your resume right and your CV right, what does that say about your, your work ethic? What does that say about how sloppy or how not, how detail-oriented you are? Right. It exactly. is it's the most important document. So like, it's not that a two column or a one column is the right way to do it. It's just that certain industries are used to seeing things delivered in a certain way. So going outside of that, usually all that's doing is just taking on additional risk that you don't need. Um, especially if you're, if you're going about it in a way, you know, and I'll, I'll share this resume here, just the format of it and I'll zoom out so you can kind of get a better sense of what I mean here. Um, you know, if you're doing a job searching properly, you're you're not just dropping your resume into a bin on an online portal. You're actually talking to people, right? And you're building relationships at people that work at that company. And so let's say you have a good call, a networking call, and the person works at an investment bank or they're a financial analyst at a larger company or whatnot. And maybe they're, uh, their manager's a little bit older, maybe a little more conservative. Suddenly you send a CV that has all these graphics and it's like a bright yellow um, color and like your photos there. I know some countries, they do use photos, but like your photos there, like, you know, whatever. It's just not as professional as what they're used to seeing. You're running a huge risk that the person is not going to pass it on and say they passed it on because they're just embarrassed to do it and they don't want to recommend you. So like you should just be like building in the relationships, delivering uh, a CV that is properly formatted, highlights your best points that are most relevant to that job and quantifying as much as possible to show that you've had an impact where you've worked. And that's why the, the bullets specifically around this research internship. So focus on the financial topics you're writing, the quantification number of words you've written, this, the number of hours you've self-studied in financial modeling training, because that's what matters. It's like, you're showing you have suddenly like you're interested in the topics. You're highlighting all these topics. You're getting those keywords on the thing. You're showing your hard work and you wrote a ton of words. You're showing that you spent an additional X hundred hours, 100, 200 hours of self-study on financial modeling training. Suddenly, suddenly you're a legit candidate when you could have had no finance internship experience at all. Like those three or four bullets are really powerful. So I, I'd focus more on like the, yeah getting it in a format that's like clean and not going to like risk getting your resume thrown out for no reason. And then number two, uh, just delivering on the, the value of 
like really, really focusing on just the bullets, making sure they're super strong to be um, as quantified as possible, showing the results of your work, not just the, um, not just the like, I collected customer data. Um, yeah, go ahead, Arnav. We're getting a few more people. It's become a, it's becoming a crew, Nabil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sir, I actually wondered to ask how much does marks matter when we go for a job? Um, marks will matter a lot if you're all you're doing is dropping your resume into a black hole. You're if you have top marks, you'll probably get like a five percent response rate. So for every twenty resume drops, you'll probably get like one out of twenty. You'll get a call or a phone interview out of it. If you have poor marks, you'll probably get um, it'll be more like one out of every hundred applications you submit will get a response. So it can increase your uh, high marks will increase your your uh, resume drop to interview conversion, but it's still low, right? It's like from one percent to five percent. So it's still not a great way to like land interviews. Um, but yeah, it does make things it does make things easier. So how much does it matter? It matters. Yeah, especially if you're like right out of college, because that's the best indicator of the work you do. Yeah. Yeah, actually, my college is kind of old fashioned, and they not do not like they not. They do not allot marks. Max, max to max is eighty percent right limit. So I was just confirming. But do you have like a GPA where it's relative, uh, relative marking? Yeah, but uh, GPA is just times four, like uh, divided by four, whatever the marks are. Like we are given out of ten, and GPA system is given out of four, but they stay the same. If we limit it at eight, so in GPA it it uh, it comes out to be three point two. Yeah, so you're worried about converting it to a 3.2. I would put it in your marks, put it as an eight, whatever, and try to put it as a percentile rank in your class. Is a better way to show that? All right. Oh, actually, uh, I wish to explain my situation that actually I joined this internship as a newbie and I was struggling to basically make up with the articles with the standards and right now, but with an accident and I've broken my hand. So hopefully I won't be kicked out, right? Sorry, what's that? In terms of what you've been struggling to start, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was struggling to start, and then I met with an accident and broke my hand. Oh, so sorry to hear that. To... Yeah, um, I mean, look, uh, we can we can extend it for sure. Um, I, you know, I think you just got to email Josh. He's managing the the program, so um, let him know about your circumstance. And I think, you know, I think what we can do is delay it, delay the start date, and set it back further, and that's fine, and we can give you another shot. But hopefully there's not another unfortunate. Yeah, sure. I've been doing work. It's just not at a very good pace. And I've been trying to inform Josh. I have to, I have to inform Josh, actually. Yeah, I would inform, yeah, inform him and then potentially um, maybe just put a pause on it till you're healed and then come back at a time when you're ready to dedicate the hours needed to, to do it successfully. Because I think yeah, sure. if you're kind of half in, half out, it's going to be tough um, to actually get through it in time. Because um, we do have a two-week grace period where we allow you to kind of go up to i think 14 weeks nabil but we don't yeah successful completion does require you to kind of finish it in that in that time frame yeah danny go ahead hi yes i have another question um i'm kind of new like i'm still researching about opportunities what i want to do but i'm pretty interested in financial analyst and i have a question like based on the courses you offer for someone that doesn't have any experience in being a financial analyst, what courses would you recommend from the ones that you offer that would be great for me that I could also learn from and as well as add to my resume? 
Yeah, I would start with Excel modeling for sure. Accounting foundations um, to understand how to uh, read the financial statements and then understand how to make sure you're building the right habits with Excel. Um, a lot of people think they know Excel because they can do some formulas in Excel and they know how to do functions, but not many of them know how to use all the quick keys. And most people are st still reach for their mouse when they're when they're working in Excel. So um, not that the financial analysts are as rigorous demands of investment banking, but if you have that skill set and you're bringing it to a financial analyst role, you're going to be an all-star. So I would say Excel modeling and accounting foundations and potentially after that financial statement modeling. Um, and then depending on what financial analyst role you do, uh, maybe some valuation work if that, if that interests you. So there's valuation modeling in DCF, but I would first focus on the more uh, fundamental stuff, which is Excel and accounting foundations. And then um, PowerPoint, I wouldn't sleep on the PowerPoint course either because um, being able to know how to use that tool, you're, you know, as a financial analyst, you're not just going to be doing the financial analyst, you'll probably have to present it or get it ready for, for presenting. And if you can, you know, you understand how to move around PowerPoint efficiently, you're going to be able to put nicer decks together. And if you know how to storyboard things and structure your, your, um, your presentations, I think it's, it's helpful. That's where consultants tend to shine, right, Nabil? Yeah. <laughs> You'd know. <laughs> That's what, what consultants think? tend to shine. Yeah, no, Nabil, Nabil has, has some good skills in, in PowerPoint. Um, yeah, less, less modeling, more powerful. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> That's where I would say to start, Danny. Um, for sure. Also, it wouldn't hurt to to do the Excel crash course one as well, just to make sure I know all the basics. Yeah, there's yeah. there's free Excel crash courses, but you get access as you go through the the internship. You get free access to courses um, as you go. So um, it depends. There's also the interview courses, the investment banking interview course, private equity interview course, hedge fund interview course, management consulting case interview course. If you're look interested in finance role. Um, like financial analyst role, the, the IB interview course is probably the most relevant because it has the most kind of foundational types of questions that you'll receive at these firms, not just investment banks. So we call it an investment banking interview course, but really it's just any sort of financial analyst role um, could ask you these types of questions. And there's a ton, there'll be thousands of behavioral questions in there with sample answers and thousands of technical questions we have pulling from the database. So um, that's also another great course to kind of prep you for the recruiting portion of it to make sure you're you're up to speed on that yeah it depends on the what kind of role right because we you, have to you wouldn't things yeah, as well yeah you wouldn't put that on your resume like ib interview course <laughs> don't put that on your resume put the put the excel modeling put the fsm accounting foundations type stuff on there um and then the, the ib interview course you just do and um, it'll help you prep and there's also the networking courses added as part of that package that any or the interview courses come with the networking course and it helps you with like um cold call or cold email templates, all that stuff. So you know exactly how to reach out, who you should be targeting, the types of questions you should be asking in interviews when they say, oh, do you have any questions for me? That's a very important part of the interview. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, no, I'm good. Bye. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there's there's a lot of good guidance in those uh, in those courses if you can if you can uh, carve out the time. I know you're, you're in school. Um, are you in um, at American University? <laughs> Yes, I uh, yes, an American university in Lebanon actually. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, we have. So, yeah, uh, been, we hired we I've hired somebody there. full time out of. Uh, well, I think he's still a student, right, Nabil Ellie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So one of your classmates works with us, kind of on a paid basis, more kind of part time, half like half part time, full almost full time. Um, 
but yeah, so if there's any questions um, as you're kind of prepping and going around that, I would yeah, just feel free to reach out and we're happy to chat with you every Friday. We're, we'll be on here almost every Friday. All right. Thank you. And if you don't mind, I I, I got the Excel modeling. What was the financial one called? If you don't financial statement, financial statement modeling course. Okay. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. And that one is, uh, it's, it's teaching you how to link up the three statements. So income statement, balance sheet, cash flow. It's really about the, uh, you know, working capital, basically having projections and building out a, a, a working three statement model that will actually balance and not rough out on you. <laughs> I can't tell you how many nights you're there like two in the morning working on a model and it's roughing out and you're trying to figure out why, or there's circularity errors and, you know, knowing all the little tricks of like, oh, we got to turn off our iterations or you know, stop the circularity. That stuff matters because, you know, it could be the difference from two hours of sleep and five hours of sleep. Um, so um, I think we'll call it. I think it was a fun, power-packed session of resume reviews. <laughs> and Yeah, unless there's, unless there's any other questions. If not, we're going to call it. Yeah. Going once, going twice. All right, take us. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining. We'll be back next week. And yeah, if you want your resume reviewed, just let me know. Talk soon. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.